At the 29th of July of 2022 James Johnson has put on the war on the rocks the next post about AI, autonomy and the risk of nuclear war. Let's listen the second part of his opinion, the second part, the 2025 flash war in the Taiwan Straits. How might AI-powered capabilities intensify a crisis between two nuclear-armed adversaries? Consider the following fictional counterfactual, on the morning of December 12, 2025, political leaders in Beijing and Washington authorized a nuclear exchange in the Taiwan Straits. Independent investigators into the 2025 flash war expressed sanguinity that neither side deployed AI-powered fully autonomous weapons nor intentionally violated the law of armed conflict. In an election dominated by the island's volatile relations with communist China in 2024, President Tsai Ing-wen, and in another major snub to Beijing, pulled off a sweeping victory, securing her third term for the pro-independence Democrats. As the mid-2020s dawned, tensions across the Straits continued to sour, as both sides, held hostage to hardline politicians and hawkish generals maintained uncompromising positions, jettisoning diplomatic gestures, and inflamed by escalatory rhetoric, fake news, and campaigns of mis-disinformation. At the same time, both China and the United States deployed AI to support battlefield awareness, intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance, early warning, and other decision support tools, to predict and suggest tactical responses to enemy actions in real time. By late 2025, the rapid improvements in the fidelity, speed, and predictive capabilities of commercially produced dual-use AI applications, persuaded great military powers not only to feed data-hungry machine learning to enhance tactical and operational maneuvers but increasingly to inform strategic decisions. Impressed by the early adoption and fielding by Russia, Turkey, and Israeli AI tools to support autonomous drone swarms to outmaneuver and crush counter-terrorist incursions on their borders, China synthesized the latest iterations of dual-use AI, sacrificing rigorous testing and evaluation in the race for first-mover advantage. With Chinese military incursions, aircraft flyovers, island blockade drills, and drone surveillance operations, in the Taiwan Straits marking a dramatic escalation in tensions, leaders in China and the United States demanded the immediate fielding of the latest strategic AI to gain the maximum asymmetric advantage in scale, speed, and lethality. As the incendiary rhetoric playing out on social media, exacerbated by disinformation campaigns and cyber intrusions on command and control networks, reached a fever pitch on both sides, a chorus of voices expanded the immediacy of a forced unification of Taiwan by China. Buoyed by the escalatory situation unraveling in the Pacific, and with testing and evaluation processes incomplete, the United States decided to bring forward the fielding of its prototype autonomous AI-powered strategic prediction and recommendation system, SPRS, supporting decision-making in non-lethal activities such as logistics, cyber, space assurance, and energy management. China, fearful of losing the asymmetric upper hand, fielded a similar decision-making support system strategic and intelligence advisory system, SIAS, 
to ensure its autonomous preparedness for any ensuring crisis. On June 14, 2025, at 6.30, a Taiwanese Coast Guard patrol boat collided with and sank a Chinese autonomous sea surface vehicle conducting an intelligence recon mission within Taiwan's territorial waters. On the previous day, President Tsai hosted a senior delegation of U.S. congressional staff and White House officials in Taipei on a high-profile diplomatic visit. By 6.50, the cascading effect that following, turbocharged by AI-enabled bots, deepfakes, and false flag operations, far exceeded Beijing's predefined threshold, and thus capacity to contain. By 7.15, these information operations coincided with a spike in cyber intrusions targeting U.S. Indo-Pacific Command and Taiwanese military systems, defensive maneuvers of orbital Chinese counterspace assets, automated People's Liberation Army logistics systems were activating, and the suspicious movement of the PLA's nuclear road mobile transporter erector launches. At 7.20, USSPRS assessed this behavior as an impending major national security threat and recommended an elevated deterrence posture and a powerful demonstration of force. The White House authorized an autonomous strategic bomber flyover in the Taiwan Straits at 7.25. In response, at 7.35, China's sires notified Beijing of an increased communication loading between U.S. Indo-Pacific Command and Critical Command and communication nodes at the Pentagon. By 7.40, sires raised the threat level for a preemptive U.S. strike in the Pacific to defend Taiwan, attack Chinese-held territory in the South China Seas, and contain China. At 7.45, Sires advised Chinese leaders to use conventional counterforce weapons, cyber, anti-satellite, hypersonic weapons, and other smart precision missile technology, in a limited preemptive strike against critical U.S. Pacific assets including U.S. Air Force Base Guam. Chinese military leaders, at 7.50, fearful of an imminent disarming U.S. strike and increasingly reliant on the assessments of Sires, authorized the attack which Sires had already anticipated and thus planned and prepared for. At 7.55, SPRS alerted Washington of the imminent attack and recommended an immediate limited nuclear strike to compel Beijing to call off its offensive. After a limited U.S.-China atomic exchange in the Pacific, leaving millions of people dead and tens of millions injured, both sides agreed to cease hostilities. In the immediate aftermath of the deadly confrontation, lasting only a matter of hours, killing millions and injuring many more, leaders on both sides were dumbfounded about what caused the flash war. Both sides attempted to retroactively reconstruct a detailed analysis of decisions made by SPRS and sires. However, the designers of the algorithms underlying SPRS and SIRS reported that it was not possible to explain the decision rationale and reasoning of the AI behind every subset decision. Besides, because of the various time, encryption, and privacy constraints imposed by the end military and business users, it was impossible to keep retroactive backtesting logs and protocols. Did AI technology cause the 2025 flash war? The third part, human solutions to the machine problem. 
In the final analysis, the best way to prepare for the AI nuclear future may be to adhere to a few basic principles to guide the management of nuclear weapons in their interactions with emerging technology. First, nuclear weapon systems should avoid being unduly complex, entangled, or overcomplicated. Second, these systems must be fortified and robust enough to withstand traditional threats and increasing new threats emerging in the digital domain. Third, nuclear weapons must be disentangled and, where possible, distinctly separate, both physically and doctrinally, from non-nuclear capabilities and command, control, communications, and intelligence systems. If this principle was followed it would likely rule out the existence of the kind of dual-use systems described in the Flash War vignette. Towards these lofty ends, AI could also support defense planners design and run wargaming and other virtual training exercises to refine operational concepts, test various conflict scenarios, and identify areas and technologies for potential development. For instance, AI machine learning techniques, modeling, simulation, and analysis, might complement counterfactuals and low-tech tabletop wargaming simulations to identify contingencies under which nuclear risk might arise. As Alan Turing wrote in 1950, we can only see a short distance ahead, but we can see plenty there that needs to be done. James Johnson is a lecturer in strategic studies at the University of Aberdeen. He is also an honorary fellow at the University of Leicester, a non-resident associate on the European Research Council funded towards a third nuclear age project, and a mid-career cadre with the Center for Strategic Studies project on nuclear issues. He is the author of Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Warfare, USA, China and Strategic Stability. His latest book project with Oxford University Press is I and the Bomb, Nuclear Strategy and Risk in the Digital Age.